Hey there, Alex here. I'm excited because today we're doing something a little bit different. I'm gonna be sharing with you some of my favorite investing books that I've got right here on my bookshelf behind me. And we're just gonna talk about them. If you haven't heard of some of these books, definitely check them out. Some of them, if you're a seasoned investor, you certainly have heard of. But nonetheless, I think there's a lot to be learned from these classic investing texts and also newer investing books that you can incorporate into your own investing practice with a lot of this knowledge. Okay, let's check them out. Let's look at the first one. This book is called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. Now, if you don't know who Benjamin Graham is, he was a professor at Columbia University. And he was actually there when Warren Buffett attended Columbia. And that's where he learned really how to become a value investor. Benjamin Graham was his mentor. And Benjamin Graham, he was well known because he was really the first person as an academic to really put together a theory of investing practice. He made a ton of money in the stock market. Then in the Great Depression, he lost it all because he used a lot of leverage. And then he built it back up again and really did it based on sound investing principles. And these are located in this book. Now, this book is not for the faint of heart. I mean, as you can see, it's like very thick. It's almost 600 pages, as a matter of fact. So it takes some time definitely to get through. I wouldn't recommend this book for a beginner actually investing in the stock market because there's just a lot going on here in this book. It really is like the Bible of value investing other than maybe another book called Security Analysis. But this really is a great book for talking about specific value investing principles. I mean, in here, he's got data, he's got case studies, he talks about many examples of different stocks and the way that their prices move versus the business performance. There's a lot of great stuff in here. It really is a classic. Right here on the cover, Warren Buffett says, by far the best book on investing ever written. Now, if Warren Buffett is saying that, of course, you got to check it out. Book number two. This book right here, man, One Up on Wall Street by Peter Lynch, another classic. I cannot tell you how many times I have recommended this book to beginner investors and experienced investors alike. I love this book. And so if you're a little intimidated by the intelligent investor, this one is the great one to start with. Now, Peter Lynch, if you don't know who he is, I've talked about him in prior episodes, but he is the most legendary mutual fund manager of all time. He compounded at 29% annually for a decade. So he made tons of money by investing in stocks. He's one of the most legendary stock pickers. And he wrote a series of books. This is probably the most famous one where he details the different decisions that he made and also his advice to investors. And the thing I love about this is he explains what he does in very plain language. He explains how the stock market works in a way that everyday people like you and I can understand. So it's a great book to start with. And when I was starting to learn about investing, this book was really my favorite because it just seems so accessible. And it also has a lot of great knowledge in here. He doesn't have a lot of fluff. He talks about earnings. He talks about examples. He's got charts, but the charts aren't too overwhelming. He talks about the different types of stocks. I mean, there are so many lessons I've shared on this show over the years that have come directly from this book. Speaking of Peter Lynch, I've got another one on the shelf by him. He wrote a series of books. This is one of his other books. It's called Beating the Streets. And 
This is really great because it's similar to one up on Wall Street, but he gives a lot more examples and details of his thought process. Whereas one up on Wall Street is more about this is what a stock is. This is what you should look for. These are the different types of stocks. This book you can think of as more of an investing diary of Peter Lynch back in the late 80s and mid 90s. And he's just going through these different stocks and talking about like why he liked them, what's interesting about the company, how he made certain decisions to buy or not buy. And I just love it because you really get into the mind of someone who really was successful in the investing field. All right. This next book is called Single Best Investment by a man named Lowell Miller. If you're looking for a book specifically dedicated to dividend investing, I would definitely recommend this one because it's got a lot of great info regarding how to select dividend paying stocks, what kinds of things you should look for, and then just building out your overall portfolio. And the reason Lowell Miller calls this single best investment is because in his opinion, the best investment is one that gives you both cash flow today, but also capital gains tomorrow. So something that gives you a combination of both in his opinion. So kind of an interesting book if you're into dividends and income. Here's another one you probably haven't heard of. This one is called Quality Investing, and this was written by Lawrence Cunningham, Torkel Eide, and Patrick Hargreaves. Now, these folks are from Europe, and they wrote this book basically breaking down what makes quality companies, what makes quality investments. When I say quality, I'm talking about the fundamentals of their business, high returns on equity, great competitive advantages, all those kinds of things. In this book, they break down different types of competitive advantages and then give examples of companies that exemplify those advantages. One thing I like about this book, other than just the basic layout of it, is that they focus on a lot of European companies, actually, which me being an American, I'm not as exposed to in my typical stock research. So it's great exposure to a lot of different companies that I normally would never have heard of. So check out Quality Investing. Okay, we've talked so far a little bit about value investing, a little bit about quality investing, but now I want to take you to another interest of mine, which is growth investing. This book right here, it's called The Motley Fool Investment Guide. I really wanted to understand how growth stocks work. If you're not familiar with The Motley Fool, Motley Fool is huge in the investment space online. They basically created one of the first big investing newsletters and stock picking services. So they're huge in their own right. And this book really goes through a lot of things about investing in stocks in general but it has a great section on selecting growth companies and how to evaluate those companies, what types of things you should look for. Now, in my opinion, this book tries to do a little bit too much. They try to take the reader from zero to 100 really fast. Um, they talk about mutual funds and index funds a little bit. They even touch on options. So there's a lot of topics in this book, but I think for your purposes, depending on where you're at, it may be a great pick. For me, it was great because it had that specific section on evaluating growth companies. All right, now I'm going to talk about one of my all-time favorites. This one is called The Future for Investors by Dr. Jeremy Siegel. Now, Dr. Jeremy Siegel, he's a professor at University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, but he talks about all sorts of really great things when it comes to buy and hold investing in the stock market. 
He talks about valuation. He talks about where stock returns really come from. He talks about growth versus value. Definitely have this one high on your list because it's got a lot of great things. And let me tell you, one of my favorite parts of this book is the appendix. The appendix of this book is incredible. He literally did a study where he looked at the top 500 companies in America. So he looked at the S&P 500 since inception all the way to 2003. Now the S&P 500, now you got me going off on a rant now because I'm excited about this, but look at this. Look at this. He's got this appendix of all these firms and he traces the returns of the original S&P 500 companies up through 2003. 3M, for example, that was an original S&P 500 company. You would have gotten 12.35% annual returns. And that's with all of the spinoffs and everything. He did all the calculations for you. Or if you go all the way to the top, see the returns of the original S&P 500 firms. Yeah, definitely want to check that out. Number one, Philip Morris, 19.75% annual returns since 1957. And he breaks it down like Thatcher Glass became Rexall Drug, which became Dart Industries, which became Dart and Kraft, which became Kraft, which became Philip Morris, which became Altria. And you had all of these different sources of returns there. Anyway, great book to select, especially for the appendix alone. But it's got a lot of other great stuff in there too. There's another book here that I want to share with you that covers a lot of fundamentals. And I often forget that I have this book, but whenever I remember that I have it, I'm like, oh yes, I need to reread that again. So this one here, it's called Financial Statements by Thomas Idelson. And the reason you want to pick this one up is because if you've ever looked at a financial statement, like a 10K or a 10Q or some other kind of filing with the SEC in order to learn more about the business behind the stock, you may have been confused if you don't have an accounting background, right? What do these terms mean? What does goodwill mean? What is the top line? What is the bottom line? What are profit margins? What's return on equity? All of these things have specific definitions. And this book does an excellent job at breaking down all of these things in very plain language. Okay, here's your financial statements. Here's the numbers and even gives it to you like in very simple diagrams. Like here's one for gross margin. Gross margin is your sales minus your cost of goods. That equals your gross margin. So very simple. This book is great for defining all of the terms you need to know, but not just defining the terms. It tells you how to put the terms together. How does the income statement connect to the cash flow statement, for example? Last but not least, I want to share with you another of my favorite investing books. And this one actually had to get from the bedroom because like, you know, the good books you keep on the bookshelf, but like the really great books, you want to keep it by the bed just in case you want to read a little bit before you go to, go to sleep. Common Stocks and Uncommon Profits by Philip Fisher. Now, if you don't know who Philip Fisher is, he is the father of growth investing. Just like Benjamin Graham was the father of value investing, this guy was the father of growth investing. So any kind of growth stock theory probably originates with this guy. And we actually have another Warren Buffett quote here on the front of this one. Warren Buffett also was a fan of Phil Fisher. This book is really focused on evaluating a lot of the qualitative and quantitative aspects of fast growing businesses. Really, when you think about it, over long periods of time, the faster growing businesses that actually endure end up returning the most money to shareholders. This book resonates with me more than actually even the intelligent investor because 
he explains things in such a common sense way. And he's a very thoughtful writer. He's very intelligent, you can tell. He talks about how to evaluate management. He talks about profit margins. He talks about sales. He talks about the importance of developing and innovating new kinds of products. There's so much wisdom in this book that it makes, for me, this is definitely in my top five, maybe even my top three investing books ever. He just does such a great job at explaining concepts. And I've been reading, going through this book again, actually, not too long ago, just trying to understand more of what he said and really, um, really understand it at a deep level because it's that good. So this is definitely one you want to pick up. This is not the kind of book you want to start with because he gets kind of deep into some topics and especially his language is a little bit more verbose than say like a Peter Lynch type of style. But once you get a little bit deeper into your investing journey, please pick this book up and read it. You will not be disappointed. I actually have more books, more investing books that I could talk about, but I really respect your time. And I just wanted to give you a sampling of the things that I've learned from all of these books. I'll put links to all of them in the description below. So definitely check those out if you're interested. And I'm happy to go into depth in any one of these books because I love them all for one reason or another. So if there's something specific that you want to know about, definitely let me know in the comments or send me an email at alex at stockstoriespodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.